Welcome to the Miller Group Real Estate Show, Amelia Island's number one source for real estate news, market analysis, and more. Starring top producing real estate agents, James and Dave Miller. With over $32 million of sales on the plantation, the Miller Group is your go-to real estate advisor for the plantation and Amelia Island. Now to our hosts, James and Dave Miller. Well, welcome back to the Miller Group Real Estate Show. This is our third episode, and we have a great one planned for you. Uh, we look, take a look at the new community center being constructed by the AIPCA to replace the old Property Owners Club. And in this episode, we interview Ron Nelson and Bob Stickway, who were co-chairs of the Community Center Construction Committee. So we have a lot of great insight on this new building and what it's going to mean uh, for our community here on the Amelia Island Plantation. And just one thing that we want to share before we get over to the interview is just how important it is uh, for for these amenities like the community center to be invested in and how that's going to help our community property values as we go into the future. So it's really exciting for our community to see the type of investments being made in buildings like the community center and like the Ocean Clubhouse that we discussed in our last episode. So we are excited to, to showcase this new facility for you and we will head over to Bob and Ron now. Please enjoy. Ron and Bob, we're delighted to have you today joining us on the, the Miller Group Real Estate Show. Uh, I've been looking forward to having this discussion for a while. It's kind of an exciting project that you guys have been involved with in a lot of different ways. And, and uh, let me just first start off by saying hopefully I won't revert back to calling this the Property Owners Club and realize that this is the new community center. And maybe a good way to start is to say, how did that, why did the name come about? Because that's obviously a different concept than, than Property Owners Club. Talk a little bit about where that concept came from, how we got started with this. Well, it really got started with getting rid of the word club. And, uh, you know, so there's no connotation that there's membership. You know, everybody is a member, and therefore it's a community project, and therefore it's a community center. It might eventually get named something, but the, uh, in the initial meetings, uh, the architect kept getting criticized. for He kept calling it club. Because that's what he designs. Uh, everything, all his background is designing clubs. And uh, towards the end, we finally got rid of that off of his plate. And uh, because it truly was, is a became a uh, community effort versus just a couple people. And it, it's for the community. But we found a lot of misconceptions. Uh, people thought that uh, the food wasn't good enough there. Well, we don't serve any food there. And so obviously they were confusing us with Omni. And people would confuse us with the club, and we don't have a golf course, and we don't have a swimming pool, and we don't have right. all the various amenities that a club has. But we have a, a very important uh, community living room concept where people, mm. all people, can come and feel comfortable. And so, thinking to broaden that to a community center made more sense to us. As Bob said, it might have another name down the road here, but at least we got rid of the club aspect. When it was originally designed, uh, and this was designed by the developer. How how was that use then different? Was it used when is it was it more of a club concept back then? Was it a different idea than? Well, it was based upon where the it it was one owner. I mean, the Amelia Island Company owned that, and it happened to be adjoined to the Marshview Grill as one building. And as a matter of fact, food was served. Was served. There was a restaurant. That one portion was a restaurant, and it was it was designed for golf, and so. 
if you were to go into the, uh, the restrooms, you would find showers that had been uh, and discontinued and lockers and so forth. And so mm -hmm. it just, uh, it morphed into an entirely different purpose than what its original intent was. And therefore we had chopped up pieces of this building that became unusable. And so even though you had 4,300 square feet, you couldn't use close to that because of the inefficiencies in the building. Did it, things kind of crystallize once the property went through the last bankruptcy in 2010 as to how if that should become a different use? Did that help crystallize the, the change, or was this just an evolution? Just an evolution, I think. I don't think anything came out of the bankruptcy saying, okay, now we've got to change this. Mm -hmm. It was just a 1985 building that had not been given much attention. And the, the systems were all poor. The roof was bad. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. the, there were columns in there that uh, prevented uh, multiple use that we'll have with this new facility. Now we can divide it into smaller rooms without columns in the middle of the speaker, that sort of thing. And the more uh, the association tried to make use of the facility, they realized, you know, this isn't going to work the way it is. Almost you, like a lot, Bob, it seems like a lot. It was originally designed... Uh, from one ownership standpoint as a multi-use concept, if you're talking about Ron too, many ways, same way the club's situation was with the Ocean Clubhouse having uh, not a standalone facility, but a multi-use kind of thing. And, and not having the ability to handle multiple groups at the same time. So there's, the demand has increased to the point, as part of our process, we had uh, uh, Keyshore and Jackie and Catherine <laughs> Bean, they put together a very nice report that told us its current uses, what some future uses could be. And it was clear that uh, even in existing groups, they could take more people if they had space or new interests could arise that we could fill the need um, with different spaces that could be divided up. It's a, it's a good deal larger than the, than the prior building, different design concept. Talk a little bit about um, how this came about in terms of how the evolution, the process of, of creating the design and the focus of what the building should be used for. Well, um, Bob and I owe a lot to Jeff Clear. Jeff and Jackie. Jackie brought tremendous passion to this project. This is Jackie Rubin. This is Jackie Rubin and Jeff Clear um, uh, really did the heavy lifting and creating a business case for it. And um, we had to, Bob and I, through various uh, presentations, had to go to the, uh, the CEOC, uh, which is the organization that was created to uh, ensure that future developments in the plantation went through a process. And we, it wasn't someone's idea, and it wasn't knee-jerk, and it had lots of community input. It was transparent, had a good business plan. And so while we would go present on that, um, uh, again, it was Jeff that structured the business case. Uh, Bob did a lot of surveying on this process. Uh, we both added components to the business plan. But um, that's really what kept us together. We had an outline of how to go, and we just kept perfecting it, checking it, perfecting it, checking it, going to the community. How many surveys did you do, Bob? Three. Three surveys. We did, you know. You know the first one was, okay, what... Where were you using the facility for, and what can't you do because it's a, that facility? What are the limitations? And that started the whole thing rolling. And then we, you know, did another one on, but uh, uh, shortly after that, what would you like to see in a new one? Forget, you know, 
whether we rebuild or whatever, what are we missing? And that just evolved into more and more planning. It, it, we spent about a year. I think one of the key points of Bob's survey was that we found that 80% of the residents here felt that that community center should be an asset that was an asset, even in its existing condition. And so moving forward, people, I think, are going to be very proud that what we're going to do to enhance our community with this new facility. You had really good response, too, on your surveys, on oh. feedback. People got involved and gave you feedback so that you've got, you've got <clears throat> good information. Back. Talk about how you sliced it and diced it. Yeah, oh, gee, we, we, uh, uh, we, yeah, we sliced and diced the results by demographics, by not an age group, uh, part-time, full-time, Club members, club members, non-club members, condo versus you know single family, and all of them just about came out the same. That uh, you know we needed a facility for the community, for activities, uh, and it would not be in conflict with the club. That's yeah. interesting that there was kind of a consistent response across all those demographics. Right, even amongst the the highest category, we have what eighty plus, I think, just to see what the old timers. You know, not, not on age maybe, but at length of time here, because we did that also. And, and they also agreed, you know, they might not be using it like they used to, but they know the new people coming in needed something better than what's here. Well, if you consider a, a bell <clears throat> curve, and I know this is a podcast, but <laughs> so yeah. down at the tips of, the, of, of that curve, we had people that thought, keep it exactly like it is, and we had people that thought we should build a Taj Mahal. Well, those extremes weren't good going to factor into right. to the majority of the community, but uh, we certainly accepted everybody's input. And then we had some town hall meetings to, just to discuss it. And yeah. then as we got further into the planning, the design part, we had some more meetings. You know, do you like this? Because we yeah. did look at, initially, renovating the building. And it's kind of like you in the real estate, you look at a house and, okay, what can we do with it? Right. And then you find a said, no, nah, this isn't going to work. And you presented, there were several options that were presented yeah, to the community. The community actually got to vote, as I recall, right. on kind of yes. which option yes. they wanted. Yeah, we had four options. And, and, and but actually what this morphed into was not even something that the community had suggested. At first, we were happy to just be able to fix it and rebuild it. And then uh, the idea came along that, well, maybe we should put staff on the second floor. And then through a community meeting, someone said, well, why don't you just create a second floor that has nothing in it? Who knows what the needs are going to be in the future? And so we tested that, and we've gone from a, a 4,300-square-foot building to something that someday will be 11,250 square feet. So um, potential to do to meet the needs that we don't even know there are needs today because it's unfinished, and we can build that later. Which is really a very – and it was, that was strongly supported as well to go to a, a two-story – Yes, it was. A second-story option. That was the vote, yes. Which made a lot of sense. To me. And you were able to do that, too – with really out disturbing the footprint, the nature, the natural setting there with too much. That's, I think, was right. a real Well, that was the main goal, too, is that, you know, the trees had to stay, not just by code, but we wanted that setting. Yes, the beauty of the POC right. was really something that has been maintained throughout. And it's, it, you know, it's interesting from our real estate perspective, we see that as a primary driver of folks to, our, to the plantation as to why they choose to be here. I think that was important that you were able to, 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 you know, to save that kind of environment, which is so beautiful over there. Well, I don't know if the Miller Group was part of this, but there were some people that were real estate professionals said they wouldn't take people into the POC. They would sort of 
hit the gas a little bit and drive past <laughs> it um, because it wasn't something that measured up to the brand that we were hoping to do. And now I think it's going to be something that um, real estate professors are going to want to show off to prospective homeowners. Which is why we put the billboard up yes. Yes. a long yeah. time ago yes. yeah. so that they could drive by. Well, let's get into let's get into some more detail on kind of the design and and what the focus is. Uh, you talked about making it a living room, Ron, kind of the community's living room. Go into more detail about what that concept was, and, and therefore how this really differs from what the old property owners club was. Well, this went back to um, 2011. I think it was called the Urban Land Institute. Bob, is that the U? Yeah, I think that was. Yeah. And, and they did a study and. Uh, uh, really defined that this concept of this community living room was was very important and something that should be considered. And Jackie and her passion tried over and over to get renovations approved here. And it just, for various reasons, I mean, the economy was bad or this happened and that happened. Um, and finally the stars aligned and, and we were able to do that. And so we tested that again and that really came out uh, as one of the, the top priorities, if not the top priority, was to have this community living room space where people could just go over and relax and have a cup of coffee in the morning or read a paper or um, watch a football game together. Family comes in. It's another alternative, another option for what to do. Uh, some people said, wouldn't it be great on a rainy, rainy day if they could have some rainy day activities there? Mm -hmm. and, and occasionally, if, you, if it's spring break and you have grandchildren here, to have some organized activities. And so those sorts of things could, could morph into it based on the conditions of the time. Um, but... I think the community living room space is also something that can happen regardless of other activities going on. Right now, you'd have to worry about, oh my gosh, there's something scheduled, I can't get in, or I'm going to have to walk through somebody's <clears throat> event to get somewhere. And because these rooms will be able to be divided off, the intent is to uh, do that. And Bob, don't you talk about the outdoor space? Yeah, too? Well, the, the, yeah, the building's designed so that you can come through the front entrance and go to an event and also go to the living room and the that the living room space will never be rented unless somebody rents the whole building which could happen for some huge anniversary or something but uh there's two meters you know a card room and a meeting room if you want to call them that and they're just squared off just like any other convention room but the living room is designed as this house tall ceilings open there is a bar for byo uh, well, I have an ice machine, a little sink, so you can have your own little party there, but you can't keep anybody else out. And, uh, you know, the screened in, we screened in the porch now <clears throat> so that the, uh, you know, the bugs stay out with drop-down screens that's similar to Pogo's. And uh, so, you know, you can be outdoors all the time. Uh, you know, and so there's still a little bit of deck. Uh, so you, you're, there's all kind of facilities for individual use that will not ever be rented. Now, I guess the, the rental part would typically be more after hours, after more in the evening kinds of things. Is that what you would see people I, using I mean, this for special right. events? Yeah, no, I, and things happen during the day, bridge and everything. But as far as rentals, though, yes. as, as far as, as rentals, rentals, yes, yes, yes. yes. Although and there, there is a poker group I know that uh, <laughs> our president meets there uh, weekly with uh, a group of guys, that, which is oh, just another one of those alternative uh, uses of it. Would there be, and I guess, I guess there's, I understand there might be a separate committee that is going to be formed in terms of finalizing how the facility gets utilized. Is that, is that correct? Well, they're, they're looking at uh, utilization. Yeah. So some policies and, 
and, and perhaps uh, leading the naming of the facility or some specific rooms yeah. just to give it a, more of, a, of an identity. And uh, Will Welsh, who was actually on our original POC evaluation committee, right. is going to chair that. So it's getting some good young blood in there. Um, and he had some good ideas then. Yes. So, you know. But the effort still is to make it a community utilization. Do you see, are there still, I remember at one time there will be fire pits outside potentially. Is that still a consideration? No, we had to scrub the fire pit, if you want to call it that. <laughs> when uh, we started construction or started getting the plans approved, we were not really renovated anymore. It was new construction. So we had to separate the buildings. And when you build a new building, you've got to be 10 feet off the property line. So we had to move the whole structure 10 feet to the east. Away from the existing Away from, from Omni, the, the Omni building. And then there went that whole big raised corner deck because we didn't want to take any more trees out. But after, you know, talking to others about it, that probably wasn't going to... Then the screen and porch came into play. You know, let's let's screen. Didn't want to sacrifice the screen. Didn't want to sacrifice screen and porch. Yeah, or that area. Originally, that was open. Okay. And uh, there was going to be a pool table out there, and you know, so you could be outside. Well, there's no longer a pool table because we decided to screen it in, so there isn't room. Uh, But there is some deck out there. But the fire pit idea went, you know. But those portable heaters that you there, see, with yeah. those, those can be utilized. Yeah, we, we might end up putting those portable fire pits out there, you know, for considerations. Right, right. And, and one of the main features is the fireplace inside. Yeah, the fireplace is inside, yep. stayed, and the screen and porch will be heated. So that, you know, you can put the screens down and, and still be out there. So it can be in, inside, outside, kind of, depending on how you want to utilize that, it? Yeah, that whole wall, the bar is kind of in the middle separating the two areas, but both those doors, bifold doors open up. So it'll all be one big, you know, if that's the wall there, both those sides go away. Yeah. And that screen and porch is part of the room. Talk about the the kitchen facilities, how it differs from what it was previously, but also how does it compare to what we have at Walker's Landing in terms of what the focus is? (laughs) Uh, The building is designed to have a catering kitchen. <clears throat> that's between the two big rooms uh, that can be entered from the, the walkway behind the building so you don't have to come through. the. Right now it'll only be minimal equipment, but it's big enough to have a full catering kitchen. Not as big as Walker's Landing, but it will be so that you can have a smaller event and have a caterer bring in food. So if somebody it. was having a small wedding here at property owner they could they could hold this there and still serve folks Absolutely. properly yes, yes. Now, initially we're only going to put in because of budgetary consideration you know the minimal but there there is it's been designed uh, and and wired plumbed to a full catering kitchen yeah we can and then there's a setup room a little small room right off the kitchen that a caterer could use to organize things and set up without getting out into the rooms the community, uh, the AIPCA, will, will conduct its business meetings, its board meetings, and, and its functions. The intent would, would be to move everything back to committee the com- meetings. community center. Yeah, committee meetings at least, and, and even, you know, the board meeting, uh, you know, it's going to be designed, the board meeting could, you know, go back to there. 
Um, I think it's going to have tremendous demand for usage. We'll probably see even some homeowners associations saying, can we get scheduled there? And now um, we'll be able to do that again because it's multi-purpose and they can have a room and someone else can be playing mahjong in another room or having a yoga class somewhere else, right. those sort of things. And uh, so I, I, I envision that we're likely going to have more demands on what's going to happen next. What's going to be on the second floor? Yeah, I would say that, that's what's going to lead to the second floor. It's interesting. I think I don't think a lot of people really understood how utilized the, the old mm-hmm. building was and what the need for additional space was. Talk a little bit about how much it was used and, and, and why and another reason for enlarging this one. Well, I, there's a, a little study that was done, um, as I said, by three individuals earlier, and, and we asked them that very question. Tell us what some of the current uses are. And, and I did mention yoga and bridge class, a huge bridge component. By the way, probably two-thirds of the bridge members are club members, and so we have a common uh, demand, whether you're a club member or not. It's, it's an activity that they can participate in. Um, we the People presentations, the Plantation Ladies have had events there, book clubs, men's poker, gym rugby, uh, POC dinners that take place there, uh, the board and committee meetings, homeowner association meetings community presentations that we've had with Thoughtful Thursdays have been very popular, uh, holiday parties, um, uh, weddings, wedding events, memorials. Um, it, it just goes on and on. Uh, a lot of families have uh, rented it for a family party. And, uh, uh, and I understand that, uh, you know, get on a calendar. So yeah. make sure that you reserve your space. And particularly, uh, I don't believe anything's been rented, reserved yet, Bob, but yeah. And this utilization committee is going to be creating the standards as to how do you get it and how soon can you uh, reserve it. And, uh, of course, we would put our owners, property owners, ahead of anybody else in scheduling that. That's why the community living room is, is ours. And then there may be a rental on another big room at some point. Um, but, again, we'll always have priority for our property owners. And Walker's Landing, obviously, is still available yeah. for the bigger events or for outside groups. I was thinking that, Bob. It's interesting because Walker's is, can accommodate a larger, much larger size, but yet this is the new uh, community center will fit very well for a slightly smaller scenario and really provide some great options for residents. Yeah, you know, you know the, the community center will never replace Walker's Landing, you know, for a big wedding reception or a dinner dance. It's won't, it won't be big enough, and it's not designed that way. Right. Uh, Walker's is a big open room with a nice catering kitchen. And an outside deck. I mean, uh, something as small as baby showers that could yeah, take place there. I mean, just all those personal... Well, rehearsal dinners on yes, Friday exactly. night yes, for weddings and maybe a walkers yes, on yes. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's really very... You know, what was interesting to me, and this gets back to your, your comment on demographics and, and kind of uniform support, but club members supported this equally with non-club well, absolutely. members. Absolutely. Talk about, about thoughts about that, about how that, and what that says about our, our community. It says about the, the kind of the design and focus of this facility. Well, I, I think that uh, having been a co-chair of strategic planning, that it was important um, to seek input. And we actually changed our plan based on uh, some concerns that club members had, and it was, it was really semantics. It wasn't, so we changed it um, to, to make sure that we were sensitive to that. And even when the uh, Ocean Clubhouse was shut down, we were able to support the club by saying, let's make Walker's Landing available. 
and Bob and his team, they got this kitchen uh, upgraded with, with Omni and, uh, and the club. And so that's an example of the community coming together. And we need to probably highlight things like that more. It was really low-hanging fruit, but let's help each other out. We all live here. And uh, I would envision in the future, uh, I know that uh, you know, we're going to be looking for more opportunities. And uh, I know a club board member now. Uh, <laughs> David, um, who uh, who I think shares that same uh, global concern. You know, it's it's really fascinating when you look at it at the plantation compared to other what I would call competing communities in the southeast. These two facilities that the AIPCA is now really updated a lot in the last ten years. Of course, Walker's Landing previously, and now the community center are are so unique and give us such an advantage over some of these other communities. It's, it's remarkable. Uh, I don't know, I'm sure you've had some understanding of that too, as you both tried to evaluate where you wanted to live and sure. why you chose this here. Talk mm-hmm. some about kind of your thoughts on that. I think, uh, you know, even from talking to, uh, you know, Danny uh, on, on his concern, yeah, Danny Leaper, his concern for the old place and, and, and people looking here, uh, you know, they a lot of them aren't don't want to be club members, and uh, you know, but they so they were looking for a place that was part of their community, and uh, you know, fortunately, uh, you know, it's on the other side of the the road, and therefore it is a separate thing and it's viewed separately, and uh, if somebody's looking for a house versus a condo, you know, this just fits right in with the plan. And, and that's why we tried to make the living room in the outside area. You know, you can walk there, ride your bike there. We'll have bike racks. We'll have car parking uh, once the parking lot's redone. Because we want people just to come, bring their paper down, and grab a car. There will be a coffee machine. Now, plus, uh, when, when the club is done with its new construction and people who are here, whether they chose to join the club or not initially, they'll have an opportunity to see what's available with the, the new uh, construction being done, and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to continue some synergy amongst all three groups, uh, you know, Omni, the club, and the community association. Yeah, I don't think either one of the places competes with Omni, you know, Walkers or the community center. I mean, they use it, use Walkers a lot, because they don't have the facility that that is. As a matter of fact, there's a policy that Omni cannot use the community center. Right. Um, because there's a, a concern that that may overwhelm um, the usage of it, and we want to reserve it for community. How's our talk about a little bit about timetable or, or things on schedule in terms of finishing by the end of the year? Where do we look at that? Right uh, in, until today, uh, we've had perfect weather, <laughs> and things are, I, I don't want to say ahead of schedule, but you know, they have really been on top of it. They worked some Saturdays to get segments done. Uh, I, I don't see any, unless something comes up. Uh, we're on time or ahead. Yeah, I would give uh, a commercial for Dickie's Dickie, construction. They've really <clears throat> been able to get contractors in here at the same time without tripping over each other, kept it on schedule. We're very pleased with our budget right now. Uh, we anticipate to be at or below uh, what we told the community it would be. And uh, perhaps most important is that there's no assessment for, for our owners and we'll We'll have this paid off in a couple of years, and uh, it'll just be a nice asset for everyone. It's remarkable. Really, really positive. Yeah, the contractor has done a great job. Mm -hmm. You know, in in cooperation with security, getting 
Yes. People now there seems to have been very little interruption. There's been very little. Having living close by to that, I you know, going in and out every day, I really it's been right. amazing. We've not had to block the road at all. You know, I must uh, kind of to wrap this up. I can't uh, pass on the opportunity of talking to you both about just in general, given your roles on the board and strategic planning and common properties, about reflecting on where really the amazing quality of amenities that the AIPCA has. We've talked certainly about Walker's Landing and now the the uh, the, the new community center, but our trails, our parks. We really have, in just the natural beauty that the AIPCA also works hard to maintain and understands the value. Talk about the broader concept about really this whole package of offerings that we have here uh, from a community standpoint. It's, I think, a pretty remarkable uh, package. So the business case even referred to that. It was sort of the community center's turn. Walker's Landing was improved. Drummond Point Park has some beautiful improvements to yes, it. Yes. And, and this was a, the third piece that was that will now become our jewel, uh, but it really was in, in desperate need. And we mentioned this acronym earlier, CEOC, that's Community Enhancement Oversight Committee. Uh, one of the things that they suggested was in order for us to continue on their approval process, that we needed to have a plan for parking, additional parking, even, even though we were approved by the county, Bob, correct? The right. county said you have enough spaces, but we knew in practicality that there are some times when it's just peak or golfers would infringe on that. Mm-hmm. And so not only has the board uh, been able to plan for it, but they did purchase property uh, uh, right across the street from the right. current community center. And uh, there's an engineering study that has been approved and is underway to get that developed uh, next year. Will that be paved then? Is that the idea? Yes, Bob, you want to talk No, it'll be, it'll be similar to the uh, paver lot that was put in several years ago. Oh. Down as, we can't, you can't pave it because... It's impervious. So it, it's got to be impervious. Or so pervious. Pervious. It'll be pervious. pavers. Oh, that'll look nice. Uh, probably the same way. Uh, but there was a plan already in place to, to turn that into a parking lot by leasing the property from the county. And, you know, by buying it, though, we can increase the number of spaces by about half. So we've flipped the plan around uh, and uh, changed the drainage. So, you know, the drainage problem at uh, Ron Kohler Way is, will go away right. with this whole thing. Great. And that'll be a parking, uh, you know, directly across the street. I mean, it'll be open to anything. I mean, Omni will be able to use it for their golfers, but they, they really will have enough uh, you know, we will try to restrict them from parking in the direct lot. You know how many spaces that might add? No, because it's getting re-engineered yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So, uh, but it will be the same kind of thing. No trees will come down. There'll be a few come down, but we'll put some back up to change the drainage in the ditch. But, uh, you know, that just adds to the whole thing. But this in a neighborhood of 40 or so? Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's in 40 that, 40 or 40 it might be more than that. I think that'll be gets done. Okay. That's terrific. Yeah. That's but, outstanding. Uh, <clears throat> The, uh, but tying into your other question, or your original question uh, of looking ahead, the strategic plan really addresses the whole thing of protecting the community, enhancing the community, uh, you know, looking forward the next five years. And I know Common Properties is looking at, you know, paving for the next five years, trails for the next, you know, what needs to be done so the budget can be properly 
prepared. Yeah, strategic planning went through a wonderful process last year with all of the committees and, and a lot of progress was made understanding what those needs yeah, they, for the next five no, years. They, they did a great job on getting everybody on the same page of looking forward instead of these fits and starts and, you know, everything is becoming part of a plan. You know, it's interesting that the community in the last year and a half uh, voted on two major funding projects that will have significant impact, we believe, to property values from a real estate perspective. The Ocean Clubhouse that's it's being built, a $10 million, $11 million project that the club's doing, and then the $4 million community center here are incredible statements uh, in terms of additional value for, for residents here. What's that say that both projects got overwhelmingly supported? What does that tell you, I think, about the residents here and what their confidence level is in terms of the leadership and their belief in our properties? I, I just think it's another notch on our belt for our community that people care about it and they want quality and um, they want it to be well thought out. They want to have a voice in what's going to happen. Uh, I think both organizations put their plans out there for their constituents to see. And, you know, if you're, if you're part of the solution, then you're on board. You're on board. Yeah. Now, that, that's, you know, we've had great support from the community for the community center, regardless of club membership. And that speaks a lot to that. Absolutely. Well, our, our community is fortunate to have two gentlemen, two folks like yourselves with, uh, that are willing to spend the time and the energy and commitment and, uh, and how transparent this whole process has been, how, how uh, involved the, uh, the community has been in terms of surveying to get to the ultimate result we have. And it's an exciting time, and we look forward to this uh, you know, completing at the end of the year. The community will be in a lot better position when both of those projects are finished. We'll be, it'll be a really a, a quality, amazing place. Absolutely. And thank you for your time here with us today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.